San Diego's talk radio leader, 760 KFMB presents It's Your Money and Your Life. For the next hour, Richard Musio and Joe Vecchio will educate and inform you on matters related to your financial future, your life, and your leisure. Now, with It's Your Money and Your Life, here are Richard and Joe. All right, good evening, buddy. My name is Joe Vecchi, your co-host, announcer, and producer, coming to you from KFMB Studios with 50,000 watts of power. We're heard not just in San Diego County, but Orange County, L.A. County, up the coast of Seattle on a good night, down to Cabo, out to the desert. If you download the app for 760 KFMB or tune in radio, you can hear this show on any device as this show airs. And, of course, all these podcasts are commercial-free on iymoney.com. Now time to introduce the main man of the hour. He's a CPA extraordinaire, an accomplished marathon runner, best-selling author, a philanthropist, a lecturer, and a family office expert advising several high net worth families. His name is Richard Musio. Richard, good evening. How are you tonight? Tonight, Joe, I'm sitting on pins and needles. Why is that? Well, because on May, 20- May 23rd, which is a Thursday, right? I, I lose track of time. It's, <laughs> anyway, it's May 23rd. I'm really good at losing track of time. <laughs> Maybe it's a Tuesday. Anyway, on May 23rd, we have... It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, so on Tuesday, hate, May 23rd, at the Price Center. That's okay. It's on my calendar, <laughs> so I'll show up. At the Price Center on Gilman Drive at UCSD, we have Christopher Yanov's Reality Changers Mail-In Burnham Awards. Right. And we've got a couple of nominees associated with, or finalists at this point, associated with this radio show. That's correct. The best and the brightest, of course, would be Michelle St. Clair with her great company, Elite Lifestyle Management. Mm-hmm. And they have been nominated for Most Inspirational Business. Michelle and her company, of course, her great team members, help people get back their most precious asset, which is their time. Mm-hmm. And then the other nominee, of course, is the foundation that I'm the co-founder of, the Move Your Feet Before You Eat Foundation, along with Kathy Kinane. We are a finalist for the Most Inspirational Foundation. So two of us sitting on pins and needles, <laughs> awaiting well, the results. Well, Tuesday the main evening. the main thing is it's a fundraiser for Reality Changers, which yeah. has been a terrific organization. We've had Christopher Yanov Christi- on this program. Christopher's been on. As well, as well as Malin Burnham. As well as Malin. Because you've got a great producer. That's why. That's right. We have a great <laughs> producer. So. By the way, it's only 150 bucks a ticket there on uh, May 23, so it's, uh, it's a big deal. RealityChangers.org. I think you do slash Malin slash to buy tickets. Yeah, You're still up there. You can I'm still sure. buy them through um, Tuesday morning. Yeah, I'm sure if they could just go on the website. Though, yeah, it's right they'll, there. They'll, it's they'll. prominently displayed at realitychangers.org. Yeah. So matter come fact, on out. Yeah, matter of fact, last Wednesday, Christopher was on my weekly show, weeknight show. He was on Wednesday night, and you can hear, if you want to hear more about his story, you can just get the podcast there on the 760kfmb.com website. Go to San Diego tonight. Cause we're you know, on. his show was great, too, because he had one of his students on with Oh, yeah, with us. Oh, with yeah. us, yeah. That was really cool. That's another way you could hear his yeah. story. Uh, if you go to iymoney.com, I should, yeah. we should always mention that all those podcasts are there. Uh, they're all archived uh, yep. starting with October of 2011 and Bill Lyrak. And we've had Erwin Jacobs, Malin Burnham, Darlene Marco Shiley. Billie Jean King, Billie... George Takei, <laughs> Don Rickles, the late Don Rickles. Yes. Da- Dick Van Dyke. We, we, that was, we had a special interview with Dick Van Dyke as well. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of terrific. That's on the website. There's just a, a, a It's the who's who. Of, Jim well, Lampley, Dick Enberg. Come on. The United States. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention all the mayors we had as they exited office. Well, we have a lot of those in San Diego. That's we had why we've had so many on. We had Mayor Sanders uh, in his last interview in office, and we had uh, Mayor Filner in his last interview in office. When are we getting Mayor Faulkner on here? <laughs> well, no, he thinks we're jinxed. Sanders was on purpose. Filner didn't know it was his last interview until the next day. <laughs> Actually, we had him on, we had him on twice actually i think that's true 
But um, we're wasting time. Let's get. Yes, moving. we are. Yeah. Well, tonight we have a special guest. Her name is Felina Hansen with Hera Hub, and welcome to the show, Felina. Thank you. Now, you and Richard met in an interesting way at uh, an event that you were hosting for Barbara Bree, correct? Correct. As she was running for uh, city council. Yes, indeed. Well, you did a good job because she prevailed. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barbara, yes. we only have winners on the show, Joe. Exactly. Only winners. You know, as, as just as, as an aside, uh, as a candidate, um, you know, she was a little, you know, she she was very thorough. I mean, I mean. If anyone wants to run for office, they should study the way Barbara Bree ran for office. All these coffees, uh, meetings at people's mm-hmm. homes, on and on and on. And uh, she re- she worked it at about a year and a half, I'd say, right? Yep, uh, absolutely. And uh, I'm sure she did a lot of walking. And uh, you know, so if you know, if you want to lose weight, folks, volunteer for a <laughs> campaign and knock on some doors. You'll definitely lose exactly. weight. And you'll meet people. I mean, what's better than that? But I heard her after she won at a group of 12 uh, event at Sanford Burnham uh, Prebis Medical Discovery Institute. They have a monthly uh, meeting there, which I should you should check one of those out. As a, as a city council member, she sounds so intelligent and on top of every issue and great staff. Um, you know, I, I just hope she does does well and does good things for the city. So. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> She's off to a good start. But we're here to really hear about Felina because I know nothing about Felina Hansen. And uh, you and Richard met at that of a fundraiser. And she's also good friends with one of our dear friends, Tim Owens. Oh, okay. Is it yeah. Owen or Owens? I'm not sure. We'll have to look that up. I think it's <laughs> Anyhow, Owens. Anyhow, it's Life Lounge. Just look <laughs> yeah. up Life Lounge. Life Lounge San Diego. <laughs> it's Tim's gig. He just had his big event a couple weeks ago. I heard it went pretty well. Yes, he did. But Felina went. Welcome. Well, thank you. We know nothing about you. Where were you born and raised? And uh, we'd like to start <laughs> now, at the what beginning. are you doing here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a little bit about my background um, is I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. So business is in my blood, I guess, if you will. Mm. And uh, I, I grew up on the Central Coast, beautiful San Luis Obispo County. Oh, nice. Really? I love yeah. it. I love Avila Beach. Ah, yes. Yeah. My friend Roberta did the weather there for a little bit at KSBY Channel <laughs> yes. 6. Yep. And was getting, uh, she was getting ashtrays made for her in prison by Hollywood Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's too much information. A little aside there. <laughs> she must have done a good job on the weather. I don't know. You remember him on the Dallas Cowboys, right? Can't forget him. But uh, did you go to school up there as well? No, actually, I came down here to go to USD. Ah, nice. another Torero. My, exactly. My alma mater. <laughs> my gosh. What did you study Great there? school, horrible basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your major? Sports in general is not their forte, but no, it's uh, not. business. Yes, I was a business major. Um, now, and, that's great. Yeah. How, many, how many women were in your class? Because uh, we're seeing, you know. Yeah, no, you, it, was, it was very balanced. Was it? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. great. Because in my day, it wasn't. In my day, I graduated yeah. in 1980 when I was 21 years old. It was maybe 80% men, 20% women. Yeah, no. Business is, is just general business is pretty balanced. So. Yeah. Engineering and, and you know, some of the other fields we need to work on. Just, sure. uh, you know, 40 years ago or so, uh, you know, you wouldn't have seen that. Uh, I interviewed Justice Banky, as you know, Richard, mm-hmm. she's on the appellate court of the 4th yeah. District uh, here. And, um, boy, when she started out, I mean, just to get... <laughs> For a woman to even get hired in a law firm was a big deal. Yeah. Um, so the, the, it, she, she, you know, her timing was great because everything changed in the '70s. But prior to that, I mean, uh, people don't respond, don't remember. But uh, well, young kids. Yeah, it was tough. That's a tough thing with being a millennial. They don't know what life was like, you know, a few decades ago. Yeah. Uh, they think True. they think this is the the new normal or whatever. But uh, 
you know, things take time. So absolutely. anyway, so I you graduated know. from University of San Diego. What, what did you do then? Get a job or go back, live with mom and dad? On the <laughs> yeah, Central right. Coast exactly. <laughs> Crawled back up. Hey, Will Farrell just gave the commencement address at USC and he went and lived at home after two years after he graduated. So there's no disgrace. There's no disgrace in that kids. We know that 40 percent of kids that are living at home now. Yep. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. No, uh, I moved to Los Angeles and worked in mostly technology startups for the first part of my career and uh, had the good pleasure to get laid off three times by the age of 30. <laughs> that happens. It happened to me at mp3.com. So what what kind of startups, just out of curiosity? Yeah, well, the last company I worked for actually was here in San Diego. We'll I mean, start with this first one. Okay, we'll go, we'll yeah, run no. through them all because I like to hear this. Yeah, well, so my second job out of college, I was doing marketing. They were doing technology recruiting and the uh, company got bought. I lost my job. Second company was doing website development. So one was technology recruiting. Recruiting, company? yeah. And then the second was web development. They should have recruited you after yeah, exactly. they fired you. <laughs> I know, exactly, right? A <laughs> uh, company that did marketing and web development, um, they essentially went out of business. And okay, then it happens. The third firm actually moved back to San Diego in 2001 and worked for a local entrepreneur, a lot of folks know Cliff Borough, oh, yeah. was his director of marketing for a company called Infogate. Mm -hmm. They sold the company to America Online in 2003, mm -hmm. and that was layoff number three. Oh. And I said, gosh darn it, I think I need to control my own destiny here. I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family, and so... That was when I launched my first business. Well, what did your parents do in terms of being entrepreneur? Yeah, my dad has a really sexy business selling uh, retail floor covering in Arroyo Grande, California. Sounds exciting. <laughs> yes, it's terribly. Covering. What is that like? Uh, yeah, carpet, large, large tile, you know, oh, okay. hardwood floors, okay. you know. Does anybody still buy linoleum? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, people do need that exactly. floor coverings. So, That's... yeah, now my little brother's taking over the family business. You know what I say, Richard? Great. Where there are floors, there are floor coverings. That's yes. that's my motto. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, yeah. so I think we have to take a little break right about now. So we're right at that point in time. We're going to come back with Helena Hanson with Hera Hub right after these words. Hang on. All right, a little new heart music for our guest, Felina Hanson with Hera Hub. Now, you had to, I guess, after those firings, those little bumps in the road, we'll call them, um, I mean, every kid there were should, learning experiences, too. right? <laughs> every everybody out of school should get used to the notion that you're gonna there's gonna be transitions, terminations, whatever disappointments, reinventions. You know, you get into a company, you think it's going to be X, and it, it turns out to be Y. You you must have read that recent account of the gal with uh, was she with Google or one of the big companies, and uh, uh, she just wrote a whole expose as to the discrimination against yeah. women and all that. Yeah. I forget which was it Google. I forget it was or I, Apple. One of them. I believe it was Google. Yeah. Oh my God, she lambasted them, and um, you know, and rightfully so. I mean, you don't you don't need to tolerate that kind of. Well, Joe, I think I think the main thing to your point is the the reinvention piece, and and that's just the way of the world. Companies are changing and pivoting, mm -hmm. and oh, the workforce that. goes with it. Yeah, I pivot. love that euphemism, <laughs> pivot. <laughs> I know exactly. Everyone in the tech world loves that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's why so many folks are working independently now. 33% of the knowledge-based workforce is working as freelancers, consultants, or entrepreneurs are saying it's going to be 50% by 2020. Mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, you look at the millennial generation and they don't want to go work for the man. They don't want to sit in the gray cubicle, right? They'll they'll drive for Uber and do graphic design. And You know what you I know. just saw? The guy who founded uh, MySpace, he sold it for $580 million. And what is he doing? He's, he's, he's taken up photography and traveled the world, traveling the world. Tom Anderson, remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And um, boy, I mean... It's nice when you get the little cushion so you could really, you know, explore your passions in, in, that, in, that, um, in that way. But not everyone has that luxury. So, but, so, so what did you say? I just need to do something on my own? Exactly. I okay. said I need to control my own destiny. So I started my own business. Uh, so I started a marketing strategy firm uh, mm-hmm. called Perspective Marketing, which I had for eight years. And taught college on the side and started actually getting really involved in the community as it, I became what, an entrepreneur. Was it all in San Diego here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. so, yep, I've been here since 2001, back here, I should say. And uh, When you say get involved in the community, you mean, like, get involved with, with political organizations or nonprofits? Or joining boards? Or, or, yeah, so actually professional women's organizations. Run, one that was, run Women Run? Yeah, that was that uh-huh. was one of them, but that came a little later. Uh, first one was called Women's Global Network. It uh-huh. was supporting women in developing nations through microcredit loans, helping them start their business. And then another group called Ladies Who Launch, as in launch businesses. I ended up running those two groups for several years. And uh, that's actually a piece of what led me to start this current business. Is, this is good yeah. advice for, for uh, <laughs> people out there. You know, when things, uh, you know, you might lose your position, but don't sit home and, you, you know, just send out resumes on. Well, Felina's talking about developing relationships. Right. Get yeah. out there, get in, involved, volunteer. Uh, the other great guest we had, Matthew Schiff, from mm-hmm. uh, marketing director of San Diego History Center, mm-hmm. when he got laid off or the, his mortgage business uh, didn't go well, he started volunteering for the Natural History Museum. And from that, he found out across the, the way there was a position open at um, the History Center, Na- yeah. Natural History Museum, yeah, History Center. And that's how he, he um, gained his new position. So that's smart advice, I think, for, for anybody. Absolutely. So yeah, that that really all came together into why I launched my current business. Your perspective yeah. marketing business was that uh, to help people market themselves online, or no? My clients were a relationship-driven companies, so I worked for banks, CPA firms, mortgage firms, things of that nature, anything that was a, a referral-based business. So you helped market them, correct? Oh, okay. doing marketing for CPAs must have been fun. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And then your volunteer work uh, led to what? Yeah. So as a business owner who worked out of my home for eight years, I didn't need full-time office space. Um, and also running several of these organizations and needing space for events and workshops and mm-hmm. the things we were doing came together in needing a space um, that was both productive and could create that sense of community, but also could support Hera Hub now with three locations in San Diego supports dozens of nonprofit organizations with donation of space for events and workshops and things of that nature so they can have a platform to build their community. So Hera Hub is what? Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a shared workspace. We say co-working space okay. uh, and business accelerator. We focus specifically on female entrepreneurs. Gotcha. And, and who is Hera? <laughs> yes, Hera is the Greek goddess of women. And uh, she was Zeus's wife, very, very powerful gal. She uh, watched and protected over women at every stage of their life, so to speak. So that's the 
the note uh, to female focused in uh, what I we love do. this. We have USD graduates talking about uh, gr- uh, Greek pagan gods. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took Hindu at USD. I didn't even you take. You took Hindu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, I took yeah. principles of Jewish theology in my Jesuit school, so not to worry. It's good yes. to get a little exposure to everything, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? That's good. But, um, yeah, I so love you, the name. But. So you have offices in San Diego, Washington, and you're launching in Sweden and Phoenix, Scottsdale, Scottsdale right? Correct. Yep, absolutely. Wow. Are these like Fijian suites more? Do people rent the space, or how does this? It's work? a membership model. Think okay. of it like a gym, but it's an office. Oh. Yep. I'll so buy. folks pay a monthly membership, and then they... We have additional services, education that comes well, along that's with that. I was, well, that's what I was thinking. What, what other benefits would they get with the membership? Why don't you run through that a little bit, uh, run through that with us? Yeah. So in addition to a professional presence for their business and productive workspace, we offer a variety of business boosting, so to speak, workshops, business development, support, resources, access to mentors we call gurus. There is something happening almost every day of the week where we're building a platform for our members to share with each other their knowledge and expertise and give back to the community. And no men allowed? What's the deal? No, no, we have men. Okay. <laughs> we say female-focused. If a gentleman enjoys the spa-inspired environment of running water and candles and soft music and <laughs> oh nice gosh. lighting, then they're welcome to join us. I love that idea. Exactly. I, great. <laughs> I hope they get some work done. Hey, Justin, why don't we have those benefits here in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't know? It's like, what? Yeah, we're happening at that jacuzzi next to the bistro. <laughs> but uh, but well, how many members now? We have 350 members wow. in San Diego. Good for you. Yep. Oh. San Diego the largest, or have some of the newer locations outgrown San Diego? Yeah, D.C. is growing. They're still building their community. They've got just under 100 members. Okay. And then, as was noted, Phoenix and Stockholm, Sweden, are just getting their communities off the ground. So what kind of uh, businesses um, um, or, or tenants or, or yeah, members? members uh, yeah. I mean, what are some of the sample businesses that, that, that they are involved with? Yeah, so we... Uh, kind of target a different audience than a lot of the shared workspaces here in San Diego. We're not targeting the next technology startup, so to speak. A lot of our members are uh, professional service providers like CPAs and attorneys and marketing and PR professionals. We do host a lot of nonprofit organizations, um, a lot of writers, authors, things of that nature. Nice. Interesting. Um, and of course, one of the things that facilitates is relationships, right? Because you never know who you're going to bump into. Exactly. And we, we do that in a, a bit of a strategic way as well, mm-hmm. where our community directors are you know, constantly thinking about connections that they can build for members. So it's, it's kind of like a concierge kind of built in, so to speak, in regards to those relationships. So I see there's several steps that you, uh, you run through here. Ideation is one, or am I saying yeah, that right? Ideation, ideation. yeah. Ideation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So a lot of folks show up on our doorstep and say, I have an idea. I don't exactly know how to launch it. And so we can help them through that process. But we can also help them through the growth of their business. So some folks are just in the early stages and some people have been in business for 10 plus years and need to figure out what's next for them or maybe what's their exit strategy. So are you a, a nonprofit or no. a, uh, you're okay? No, but right. we do have two nonprofit entities Hera Labs is our business accelerator program that is a 501c3, and that's grant-funded through the City of San Diego mm. and the Small Business Administration nationally. Now, Hera Labs, what, what's the distinction? or what? Yeah, it's a formalized 12-week program that somebody goes through for either a launch, uh, you know, that ideation phase or mm-hmm. a scale phase. 
We do that three times a year in our Serena Valley location. And then we also have a female angel investment group called Hera Angels that is uh, much, it's focused mostly on education, but also is a local fund here in San Diego that invests in female startups. Interesting. Well, look, when we come back, Richard's going to thank sponsors, of course, but uh, maybe we can drill down on some of these specific areas, the launch, the growth, and your advice, and uh, sure. and how you can help uh, some people. And also, Felina's book, Flight Club. There we go. <laughs> we'll talk about the book, the book too. We'll be back with Felina Hanson with Hera Hub right after this. Hang on. All right, we're back with the award-winning It's Your Money and Your Life, and this is the time where Richard and I like to thank our sponsors, first and foremost among them, ABC Family Law with uh, Sharon Blanchet, Lisa Christensen, and all the great women down there working in the field of family law. They do great work for many, many years, and Richard has more. Also, UBS with Michael Coranta could not do this show without UBS, so a big thank you to them. We've got some favorite CPAs, actually two groups of them, more traditional CPAs, Polito Epic CPAs up in Vista, tax returns, financial statements, and such. And then a little bit more specialized, Jason Kruger, CPA. He's an upcoming guest in June. Jason is a CFO service firm, Signature Analytics, with offices all along the Western region. Also our great friend Joel Gruskin with Cost Segregation Initiatives, helping real estate owners to improve their cash flow. Now all this money our sponsors make for you, you can stash it at Mechanics Bank, a great regional bank, headed up by Sean Puckett. Sean, of course, Heads up the San Diego region out of their UTC office. Mechanics Bank specializes in unique banking services for wealthy families and families that are in the real estate business. Employee benefits interest you? Well, it interests Donald Trump. Hub International. That's not a hero hub. That's just a regular hub. Hub International, formerly known as Mars Maddox Insurance with Neil Staley. Great time to look at your employee benefits, giving the changing face of health care in this country. My great friend Tony Lombardi with the LG Experience and the Lombardi Group. Helping wealth advisors make heroes out of CPAs to their very best clients. The LG Group also has a great continuing education qualified event coming up at La Costa Resort on June 18th, 19th, and 20th. Or maybe it's the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I get my weekends confused. It's that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday right there in middle of June. Also, Paul Hines. Just saw Paul at an event that I'm about to mention. Paul, of course, is the CEO of Hearthstone Private Wealth Management, and Paul Heads up the Senior Safe and Sound initiative here in San Diego, helping to prevent the financial abuse of the elderly. The event I was re- referencing that I saw Paul at was at Brenda Geiger's ninth annual estate planning symposium. We had that about a week ago on May 12th at the beautiful Loma Santa Fe Country Club. Brenda, of course, specializes in asset protection and estate planning. And, of course, Man and Burnham Award finalist, Michelle St. Clair with Elite Lifestyle Management, a great concierge service here in San Diego, helping people like me who have no time get basic things done like travel arrangements as well as get more esoteric things done like putting lighting underneath your couch and all kinds of other neat stuff. So that's a great list of sponsors. And if you've missed dinner just to listen to our show and are getting hungry, we can help you there too, right, Joe? Well, yes, there's a couple of great other sponsors involved in the food sector. Uh, the Very Good Food Foundation, headed up by Michelle Ciccarelli-Lirac. Uh, they do great programs uh, with us with us throughout the year. And in September, they're moving their annual uh, Very Good Night Dinner to September this year, which will be nice because it'll be a little cooler 
And Plus, I we don't have to compete for parking with UCSD's graduation like last year. Yes. That was fun. Good idea. <laughs> and, uh, and now, of course, Lestat's Coffee Houses uh, in University Heights, Normal Heights, and a new one on University Avenue, uh, all open 24-7, 365, and crowded all the time, just like Hira Hub, right, uh, <laughs> right Felina? Now, you have three, uh, three spaces in San Diego, right? Mission Valley, Sorrento Valley, and Carlsbad, right? You got it. So if people go to H-E-R-A-H-U-B dot com, they can get more information there. And they right? can go to our website to find out more about our sponsors, Joe. Oh, that's right. I, did, I kind of over, I glossed over that. You didn't kind that. of miss it. You just I missed gl- it. <laughs> I glossed over that. Anyway, if you go to iWebMoney.com, there is a sponsor tab. and you can. By the way, Joe, on. Courtney thanks us for our nice birthday wishes. Well, so she anyway, should. She happy should. birthday again, Courtney. Yes, very and good. You know, she and Brent were supposed to go to the Padres game. It's like the only one that's been rained out in the last 10 years. And I said, well, look at the bright side. At least they finally didn't lose. Did they, go it, to, did they go to a game that they won? No, no, they went on that. They were supposed to go on that Sunday, the game that got rained out against oh, the Dodgers. I'm, the saying, I'm saying, well, of course, if there's any team that could lose a rain out, it would be the Padres, <laughs> but they're that bad. Now you're, but, on, now you're on record for saying they're going to lose at least 100 they games. They will lose at least 100 games. All right, we'll yeah. put that down. Yeah, write that down. Okay. <laughs> so, Felina, question. I don't want to talk about the Padres. Let's talk about her me. book. She's got a well, no, before the book, I want to ask a specific question. So it's very challenging starting a business, whether you're a man or a woman. Are the challenges the same or does being a woman present any unique challenges? So there is potentially some additional challenges for women. Um, A couple things. Women are pulled in a lot of directions Mm -hmm. and and I'm sure men are too, but increasingly... um, But men don't have babies. Well... You know, um, so, you know, women are balancing a lot of things as Mm -hmm. it comes to launching and growing a business. And so being in a community of folks that are experiencing some of those same challenges can be helpful in regards to not only camaraderie, but also support around that. So time is a big challenge. Time is a big challenge. And so getting more done in less time is critical for Mm -hmm. any entrepreneur. And that's a big part of, you know, what we offer is that productive workspace in addition to all the other things. Now, you worked out of your home office for many years. Where did you get, you have to be very disciplined to to do that. Not everyone can do that. They talk about this commuting at home, you know, working from home, if you've got kids and pets and whatever. uh, Very distracting. Yes, you have to be very, very focused. So, um, and I'll be honest, I, you know, I wasn't as productive when I worked at home and everybody dreams of, you know, working in their pajamas all day, but you do it for eight years and you realize that, you know, it's uh, it, it's about choice and about balance and being able to have options to go into uh, an environment that is more productive when you need it. So what was the threshold event that fired you up to say, hey, I've got to try? Well, where'd you get the idea for Hera, Hera yeah. Hub and, yeah. and, um, and what fired you up to do it? Yeah, I actually hosted an event at San Diego's first co-working space that's no longer called The Hive. It was downtown San oh, Diego yeah, I remember that place. in 2010. Yeah. And that was my first, you know, entry into what is a co-working space. Because co-working, as, as we talk about it now, is a pretty new concept. It's uh, about 10 years has been in this sort of version. They're basically incubators for startups, too, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. So uh, the Hive was super cool, but um, I didn't want to hoof downtown and fight parking. And, mm. you know, the ping pong table and the beer keg are super cool, but, <laughs> like you know, wasn't kind of my tribe. And <laughs> I'm not a 22-year-old technologist, so. You already went through um, the sorority thing, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Once was enough, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but it did spur the idea uh-huh. of finding a space for the community that I was supporting. I like it. So you took it up several notches, say, yeah. hey, I think this would be a more favorable environment to, yes. to work professionally. 
professionally in and exactly. re- relax as well because yeah. it's high stress. Let's face it, when you're trying to, you know, get successful in a in an early venture, right? Yep, absolutely. So great. Well, tell us a few success stories. Has anyone gotten so big that they've moved out and on to bigger and better things? Yeah, or? no, we definitely have had folks that have outgrown us, and we celebrate that absolutely. I think one of my favorite stories is a local female entrepreneur, Nicole McDonald. Mm-hmm. She had several startups prior to her existing business that didn't didn't mm-hmm. go exactly mm-hmm. as planned and mm-hmm. that happens um, but this company that she launched um, through the support of our community she's found investors she's found board members she's found partners um, and mentors in fact um, one gentleman that spoke at Tim Owens event recently uh, Brian Smith the founder oh, of Ugg Boots, yeah, is sure. one of her mentors so her company. I, meant, I asked him, "What is UG UG boots?" Yeah. And I go, "Where'd you get UG?" And it's t- totally made up. I thought yeah. I got it from someplace, but uh, yeah. it just shows you you could he's just a, make it up. Folks. He's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> so Nicole's company is called the Sash Bag. It is a product-based business. It's a crossbody handbag. And uh, since last March, uh, launching her business online, she's uh, grossed over two million dollars oh in, in one year. Two point one million she's selling gonna need, online. Where, where she's going to need a stash bag. Yeah. <laughs> so she just exactly. sells online, no retail. She right? sells online, no retail. She started off going to a bunch of farmers markets and you know just kind of hoofing it around Southern California to start to just test the model and mm-hmm. build it. And then launched online and has done tremendously well with Facebook ads and some of those things to build her business. Yeah, in you, fact, have, you have to get some sales, right, Joe? I mean, that's the thing. I <laughs> yes. hear that, that gal on uh, Shark Tank, by the way. Uh, did you know this about Shark Tank, though? That if you um, if you apply to get on that show, you've got to pledge them 5% equity in your company, even if you don't get on, yeah. which I think is a little bit mud. They are sharks. Hey, Joe, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe, Mark said he would be on our show. What's going on with that? Mark. Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> I mean, his basketball team's not playing. He's got time on his hands. Well, we'll work on that. Okay, so we'll work maybe on he'll that build too. us a new stadium and get us a team back. Who knows? But uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So your book has uh, in some interesting chapters here, Finding Your Path, Mindset. Well, let's and... name the name of the book first. Well, let's do that again. I know you, Lena, you can tell it. It's called <laughs> Flight Club Rebel. Rebel. Re- reinvent. Rebel, Joe. Well, rebel or rebel? She's both, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Noun and verb. No, it's rebel, reinvent, and thrive how to launch your dream business. So, um, well, I mean, just working off of that, uh, what kind of tools do you need to launch your own business personally, your your intellect and your emotional makeup? uh, Where should you start uh, in that regard? Yeah, so I first want to say not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> you have to. Everybody thinks they are. It's, you know, to your point, Shark Tank has made it, yeah. you know, very, well, very sexy to become an entrepreneur. It's all about risk, isn't it? Because uh, you, yeah. at risk, you may fail, and it's, some people don't want have the stomach for that. Exactly. Right? Or willing to work hard enough, frankly. I mean, it makes me sick to see all these you know, get rich quick kind of uh, yeah. schemes out there. So anyway, well, let's yeah. maybe you could help people out with that. When we yes. come back from our break, we're going to talk with Felina Hansen with Hera Hub right after these words. Hang on. All right, we're getting smart with Felina Hansen here with her new book, Fight Flight Club. Flight Club. And that this, was Agents Ninety Nine and Agents right. Eighty Six, by the Basically way. Basically, how to launch man. your dream business. Um, what basic tools do you need uh, before you before you even think about launching a business? Would you say uh, emotionally, psychologically, whatever? Yeah, um, you definitely need uh, tenacity to launch a business. But uh, 
you know, obviously the basics, and I, I can't believe how many people overlook this, is is there really a market out there for what you have? I mean, and I hate to be, you know, the bearer of bad news, but just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean people are willing to pay for it and buy it from you. It's a so, product or a service, yeah, right? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's just test the market. But the biggest thing that we encourage is find support, find community. Yeah. There are so many resources here in San Diego and beyond and in every city, whether that's SCORE or the SBDC or your local co-working space, find community and folks that have done it before well, you. Don't well, do it how alone. about business partners? Now, I heard uh, to be, uh, you know, to, to form a, a startup, whatever, you probably want three, no, four, no more than four people if you're going to get involved in a in a project like that. Is that, would you agree? Or? It depends on the type of business, to be honest. I mean, when you're talking about something that's highly scalable, then yeah, you, you probably, a tech company, you're going to need a tech co-founder and somebody, you know, that's focused on sales and whatnot. And getting folks in at the founder level obviously can get you going more quickly. But for a lot of the entrepreneurs we serve, there are a lot of solopreneurs or small oh, teams. And I've, true, I actually discourage a lot of times business partnership in those cases. Yeah. I was talking more about Airbnb. Yes, you know, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those highly, highly scalable businesses. But like if you're doing course. a dog walking business or yeah. a house cleaning yeah. or a business clean, you know, but, but, office but, cleaning. But, Lena, do you find that a lot of people are hesitant to ask for help? And if so, why? Yeah, I think, you know, our culture is taught that, you know, you should know the answers to this, right? I mean, you you know, how many people I've talked to, I have an MBA, I should know how to run a business. No, mm-hmm. that didn't teach you anything related to running a business. I didn't learn anything in college. I know, No exactly. offense to the University of San Diego, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so being in that safe, supportive community where you can be vulnerable and say, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, I need help, mm-hmm. is so, so important. Yeah, so get... Seek out resources yeah, out there, right? Absolutely, and they're out there. I mean, there are SBA has a, yep. a, a program. I mean, um, ask around, talk to people, go to events, volunteer, right? Yep, absolutely. And um, and there you have it. Do you have any open houses or anything like that, or uh, how do you how do you uh, get the word out? Is it just word of mouth now that you've gotten so successful? How do you market yourself? Yeah, we get mostly referrals through members, uh, so to speak, and we do uh, a lot of programs through Hera Labs and Hera Angels. So we have an Innovate Her competition coming up on June 1st in our Serena Valley location. Um, And then through the book and the expansion of that, I built an online platform called StepsToStartup.com that takes somebody through the 17 foundational steps of launching a business. There's so much information out there on launching a business, but what I find people get tangled up in is so too much information, frankly, they get overwhelmed by it and don't yeah. really know sequentially what they need to do. And so I've laid that out in the steps to startup platform, which is in the book and also a step-by-step process, so, uh, so an online platform. What's the first step? <laughs> know that you have a good idea that yeah. people are going to buy. Go talk to people. I mean, that's right. the biggest thing is I talk to people and they have an idea they've been carrying around and I'm like, have you validated it in the market? Have you gone and done customer mm-hmm. research? And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to get some sales. I I, I remember um, I forget what MC Hammer. I guess uh, you know he a went, rap star. Yeah. Okay. He would go to Oakland Raiders games, and uh, as people were coming out of the stadium, he'd have them sold sold CDs right out of the trunk of his car, and that's how he got some traction. Yeah. And if you know if people are buying your CD, uh, you know you've got some some I'm, track record. I'm, I'm there. not sure how good 
well, Raider fans are in terms of what the general population might be interested well, in. Well, I'm just saying, he, well, you know what? You go. That's a, a good comment because you want to go to where your market is, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not everyone's going to buy the, uh, the same product or service, right, uh, Felina? Yeah, and I mean, I even had to do that with Hera Hub. I couldn't get a commercial lease to save my life out of the gate in 2011. I... I had two failed lease negotiations up in Solana Beach. I just, nobody wanted to take the risk on a new business. And so I, I found an extra dance studio that I set up shop in for four months and had people come in. I gave it away. I tried to, you know, set it up as best as possible. And, you know, you just have to get out there and start talking to people and test, you know, what the idea is. And I finally got a space and... You know, six years later, we're now expanding internationally. You know who's a great entrepreneur? And I interviewed, we've interviewed on this show. I've interviewed my other show, um, uh, uh, Ted Giannoulis, the famous San Diego chicken. The way he marketed himself, because the initial costume was pretty horrible. I don't know if you know much of that history. You may be a little bit young, but he became a national icon in the, in the field of sports uh, mascots. And uh, <laughs> great marketer, but uh, that's for sure. But just talking about luck and drive and ambition, and, and what you you just triggered a thought when you said uh, you gave things away. He he early on he would do appearances for nothing just to get you know like you say feedback, get some traction, get the you know get some marketability. Once you do that, I think uh, you know if you if you, it's encouraging when you're getting positive feedback and good numbers, that will drive you to keep going and get more help and and. Um, Make it happen, right? Exactly. <laughs> like Ugg boots, like yes. Brian Smith. <laughs> I bet he was giving his boots away too. Do you own a pair of those? Are those are kind of, you know. I don't have any, Joe, but I, I know the story. <laughs> the, yeah. Ugg, Ugg is short for you know what, but anyway. <laughs> Brian's good friends with um, another prior guest, Greg Reed, the best yeah. author. I mean, those are a little bit warm for San Diego, aren't they? They're furry. I don't know. But anyway, I I digress. I don't know. (laughs) I wear flip-flops. I live at the beach for crying out loud. There you go. Brazilian Reef. You know, there's another guy we can get on here. The guy, uh, Fernando Aguirre, the founder of uh, Reef. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a fabulous story. Anyway, where do you want to finish up here? Because we only have a few minutes to go here. So so let me ask this question then. The, The women who tend to get interested in Hair Hub, are a lot of them coming out of actual employment experiences where they say, I've had, like you, I've had enough of being in the workforce, no matter what it is I'm doing or my profession? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's either, you know, experiencing, you know, the proverbial glass ceiling or, mm-hmm. you know, running into, uh, you know, just a new opportunity. And so um, the, you know, just the support network to bring them into how to launch their business and how to build a profitable business is really what we're focused on. Now, the, the 17 steps, you say it's in the book, and is it on your website, too, or is there any other way they can? Yeah, uh, so flightclubbook.com is the website for the book, and uh, there's you can access it through harahub.com as well. Um, the, you, you mentioned Joe started saying Fight Club. It is a play on uh, the movie, okay. Brad Pitt movie, right. Fight Club, uh-huh. where Ed Norton is stuck in his boring gray cubicle and right. is seeking you know something to inspire him. So... Uh, but taking flight as an entrepreneur. Um, and Hera uh, is, uh, again, Greek goddess. Her symbol was the male peacock feather because she had big, beautiful eyes and was very watchful over women okay. at every stage of their life. And so my first entrepreneurial venture was selling peacock feathers at age eight. So it's, uh, oh, it's it, 
it comes where did, full where circle. Where did you get them from? <laughs> we had pet peacocks in Rio okay. Grande, California, and I <laughs> okay. ambitiously went around, picked up peacock feathers, and walked down to JJ's market. They, they shed a lot of feathers. People might yeah. say, "How do you get the feathers off the peacock?" Well, no, they shed a lot of feathers. I the, to the male. Was that your <laughs> idea to go sell those? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Were you My, making, were you making a better buck? than a lemonade stand. Were you making a buck a feather or what? A buck a feather. I sold eighty dollars <laughs> worth of feathers at AJ. Oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. And You're back fa- back in like, you know, whatever that was, 1980, that was a lot of money. <laughs> you had to pay more income taxes than Donald yeah, Trump does exactly. on 80 bucks back then. Well, did, you, did you keep that going? I mean, did you for a summer or just did it for a few days? Yeah, I, I used to do it every fall and uh, cool. did all kinds of little startups growing up. Isn't that My mom something? out in El Cajon occasionally has peacocks wander through her yard. They're really interesting to watch. Yes. <laughs> They're kind of loud, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> really unique noise. <laughs> yes. Or the things you learn on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, get us a peacock recording so we could. No, I'm yeah, kidding. There's no such. There's probably That's no a, such thing. I'll yeah. bet it's on YouTube. Just check it out. You don't have to play it, but just yeah, check yeah. it out. See. So um, anyway, what? Well, 17 steps. I mean, we've barely scratched the surface. Um, um, yeah, what, I think the thing that's important is just you know the resources in San Diego. If somebody's listening, and their wife or sister or neighbors trying to start a business. Um, either through Hera Hub or we do an annual conference in the fall with USD called the Hera Venture Summit, mm-hmm. teaching women um, how to build a business that's scalable and potentially raise money for that business. We fly in female angel investors from around the country, Canada and Mexico for that event. Mm. So lots going on to support female entrepreneurs here in San Diego. Should, that's at University of San Diego? When? USD. It's mid-September. Mid-September. Okay. Yep. Okay. And that's like a big pitch session, I guess. Yeah, we have pitches included, but we're also teaching folks how to do, you know, go through that due diligence process on a company, how to analyze a company. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Are we out of time? I am so sorry. Felina Hansen, it's been a real honor and Felina, pleasure. thanks. With Hera Appreciate Hub. it very great much. Great to see you. Richard Musio, great My seeing pleasure. you. Justin Hart, our oper- board operator, thanks for making us sound terrific. And thanks to Craig Blanke, our con executive, and to Dave Sniffer, programming genius here at KFMB. All these podcasts are commercial-free on iymoney.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.